Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by male and racial best friend duo. Fun fact. Let's start with a quick fun fact. A did you know? Oh, I like this. An editing... I don't know. I, the snafu is the word that came to my head, but that's not what I mean. It was purposeful. They gotcha. This is how they gotcha. <laughs> they got us? Blake Moines. Me? They got everybody. Well, they got us. At the very oh. least, they got us too, which is not the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> Okay. Several people pointed out to us that when Katie met Blake in the courtyard area two weeks ago, or last week, excuse me, two episodes ago, she was wearing an outfit that she wore on the group date with Nick Vile in the interrogation room. Spill your guts. Mo. Now, that was two episodes or so prior to that. So then when Taisha came into Katie's room after that segment and was vague like about, oh, last night was crazy, she wasn't talking about Thomas. We were wondering why they didn't discuss the Thomas dilemma. We she was talking about Carl because it happened at least a few days. That segment occurred a few days prior to the Thomas drama occurring. Do you know what I mean? So Blake has been hanging out here probably the whole Blake, season. Blake said something... That lines up with that this week, and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Something about Wish how I could have been here earlier. she didn't want him to come <laughs> earlier or something like that. I don't know what he was talking about. That was it. But that makes sense now. So he's been here this whole time. Did So when she told him that he could stay, though, that was probably the timeline's good there. Like after the rose ceremony. Yes. Remember how it was late at night? Yes. He opened the door like, finally, sleeping. you're going to let me come yeah. on the show now. Yeah, okay. I get it. Okay. So Blake's been uh, around. Blake's been hanging around. We should have caught that. Have we lost no, a step? That's the that headline is not here. something we would ever <laughs> have we lost a step. I feel like we we I feel like we would catch something like no. that a couple years ago in our prime. No, but the, some people would argue we're past our prime. <laughs> Many people would argue that. <laughs> have we lost a step? I think, uh, that yeah. is the head, that's the question of the week. That's not something I would ever get because i don't oftentimes i don't see the forest for the trees because we're watching these episodes <laughs> twice we're taking you know we miss stuff so that happens yeah sure 
All right. Okay. Anyway, the episode. Interesting. Interesting little tidbit. Let's begin. Episode five. Katie and Caitlin do a little 60 minutes walk and talk, and Katie asks, Caitlin, were the guys mad at you when you brought Nick on halfway through what the season? What was the point of this walk? <laughs> it was, I would assume you'd go on this walk to ease some concerns, but it was mostly just airing out. She's like, yeah, all your concerns are, it's worse than you think it's going to be. <laughs> they're going to hate this. Yeah, Caitlin didn't really give her, it's going to be fine, though. It'll all work itself out. She was like, they're probably going to be upset. There's no getting around Yeah, it. they're all going to be upset. <laughs> Everyone's going to be mad. Blake arrives. Tasha introduces him. She says, a man reached out to me, a man that I know and trust, a man I know has good intentions. Sounds like she's describing like her brother or her dad, not just, you know, Blake Moines from her not season. Not just the guy who made the penis out of the clay <laughs> on her season. And he asked to be on the show again. That's not what he said. He said, if I could join, he could have the chance to join all of you on the quest for Katie's heart. All right, Blake arrives. Uh, at least he knows no one wants to see him there. I think he knows. Yeah. Descartes arrives. Uh, I think it had to go to Blake, but I also thought there was no chance it was. I mean, they wouldn't really do that. <laughs> they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't dare. do that. They wouldn't dare give him this tape. Leave him to hang around the house for a little while. Don't give him the card right yeah. away and send him off. But no, they gave it to him. They gave him the card. After Greg read the card out loud, Blake kind of went back to his... He he clicked right back into normal show mode and did the little, like, I just got the one-on-one date card speech as if everyone isn't fuming that he showed up 10 minutes ago and got this. He's like, well, good for news for me, right, fellas? <laughs> he goes, this is obviously best case scenario for me. Am I deserving of it? Probably not, oh, yeah. but here we are. I'm winning, Blake on Blake. top. <laughs> it's all coming up Blake right now today. Uh, maybe just keep your mouth shut, Blake. You didn't. Need, we didn't need this speech. <laughs> if you're one of the, if you're not Greg, Michael, maybe Cat Guy. If you're not one of those guys, yeah. this, you're not. You're just not going to hometowns because he fills the, probably the fourth hometown <laughs> slot. I suppose. Yes. Yes. Blake, do you think it's worse now that you've said that he was around for a while? She kept him around. All that time thinking about him for weeks on end at the in the back of her head. I got this Blake She's card. I can always play. Card in Do you her think there's pocket? more to this than we're thinking about? I feel now that I'm thinking more. I'm just it's running through my head. Or it's racing through my head right now. Is that Blake was there this whole time and she knew it the whole time, wasn't saying it to anybody. But in the back of her mind on all these dates, she's intrigued by Blake at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Blake, this that favors Blake a little bit more than I even thought. Maybe. I also think it wasn't her decision, the well, timing yeah. of when he showed up. But she knew. She did know. But what's she going to do? By the way, they're going to throw a wrench into this next week. I don't know how big a role they play. But yeah. she was definitely with Brendan. And if you're Brendan, the other Canadian, a uh, Canadian shows up with more charisma. You yeah. got a, your toast. The, the other thing, I don't know that Blake, it's it's just more polish at this point. He's practiced. He's, he's been on the show three times. He knows yeah. what he's doing. The, the nerves aren't there. I don't think this is the same Blake we were introduced to even. No. This guy knows what he's doing on a reality TV dating show. He's done it multiple times. That's the truth. He's ready. He's ready for this moment. You know when uh, people fall in love with certain someone on the show who's never on, like Andrew M, I feel like is, you know, yeah. 
Do you know why he's never on? He stinks at all the to the camera stuff. And Blake <laughs> is no really pizzazz. good at all the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Blake nails the to the camera stuff. He will do whatever they want him to do and he'll do it right. That's why he's on. That's why he's the new goose. That's he's why the he's new the goose. like he's great at the cutscenes. If you if you're good at those interviews, you got a place in this franchise for a long time. Uh the one-on-one date with Blake. Well, first Katie shows up to pick Blake up. Uh, and Courtney learned a lesson from Claire's season. He says, how do you know each other and have you talked outside of this? Cut to the chase. Let's, yeah. Well, Katie's like, I'm going to answer all your questions, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Ask away. And then Q asks that question. And she says, I didn't know him before this, which would, would be disheartening if I was one of those other guys. <laughs> well, she said he messaged her, but she didn't pursue anything. Obviously, you got to keep the bachelorette and, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You got to keep the prospects intact for that. You're not going to ruin it for Blake Moines. <laughs> not answering a Blake Moines direct message if I have the bachelorette possibility on the back burner. There's just no chance. I'm not doing you're that. You're leaving that unread. I'm not even not going to answer. <laughs> yes, I am. I, am, I will read it, but I'm not clicking it so it stays unread. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> Katie admits there was good chemistry. The first time they met in person in the courtyard a week or two ago. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, again, got to be tough to hear. There are guys here who haven't kissed her yet, and it's got to be tough to hear. I mean, we're also talking about a bunch of people haven't had one-on-one dates, and he's getting a one-on-one date before any of you. (laughs) So that's not fair. (laughs) That's not a good feeling for any of these guys. Horseback riding. Blake, never a big fan of horses. Uh, This was mostly small talk, get-to-know-you stuff. Sure. But the fact is, they have good rapport. They click. They're trotting These two around have- on the horses. Yeah, they're having real conversations here. Uh, found out some stuff about Blake. He's an animal advocate. Didn't know that. Yeah, wildlife um, guy. Would have liked to get to know him a little more in the other seasons, <laughs> but <laughs> didn't happen. Um, Katie says this is real good regarding the conversations. Real good conversations mm-hmm. here. Sit down, chat. Katie says it's easy to be around you. Blake has butterflies. They kiss. It goes well. Anything about that chat in particular? Katie says he's checking a lot of boxes. And how the date is going is exactly what she's looking for. Quick back at the house. Cat guy and Greg. Greg. Say what you want about Greg. I feel like he's got a solid head on his shoulders. He's good. Sure. Reading the situation. He knows Blake is... The real deal. He He's feeling the heat. The heat's turned up a little on Greg. Meanwhile, Katie and Blake are rolling in, the, literally rolling in the hay. <laughs> they're rolling in the... Huge makeout sesh, extended time. The hay. Hay bale makeouts are good for the camera, but I feel like they do... Oh, logistically, that's just horrible. a bad makeout situation. It's pokey. <laughs> that's really pokey in my back. There's hay all over my hair. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. No. But I got to think this is not Blake's first time rolling around in the hay. <laughs> That's a fact. But yes, you are right. Greg is concerned. He's like, no, cat guy, for real. Uh, no fucking around. He's This is a this is a serious problem we're running into. <laughs> cat, Cat's like, hey, what do you think about Blake? And Greg's like, look at me when I tell Get you this. <laughs> this guy. I've never been more serious is, about something I'm in my concerned. life. I'm very concerned, cat guy. You had your fun. The big boys are cons- worried about this. <laughs> contender to contender, we have something. Me and you have something to be worried about right now. Contender to ex-contender. Blake's <laughs> arrival pushes him out. 
I'm kind of in agreement. After the break, date card. Whoever is not on it is getting a one-on-one. It's Greg, Courtney, Aaron, Mike P, Michael A, Andrew M, Josh, Justin, Brendan, James, Connor B, Cat Guy, Trey, and Hunter, which means Andrew S gets the one-on-one date. Giannis. Yep. Blake one-on-one date, nighttime. Unlike a few weeks ago, they had a little title card warning before the segment. Too little, Mm -hmm. too late, JoJo. Katie had a great time on their date. They have a natural comfortability. This is me commenting now. My commentary, these two have a natural (laughs) comfortability. I agree. Katie says she can't stop smiling. I don't know, but that seems like a good thing, Rim. That's one of the things you want. When someone can't stop smiling. (laughs) First question from Blake. What has, Katie, what has made you so sex positive? Why are you so open about that? Which leads into her story which she shared a few weeks ago on the group date. Mm-hmm. Inadvertently, I think, Blake asked a question whose answer would bring them, would fast-track them to closeness, if you will. Not, even more so than when she shared it in the group, because I think that's a different setting and a different scenario. Yeah. One-on-one date? What did you make of this conversation, A.B.? She talks about how the relationship, the story we we had already heard... Um Talked about how the Me Too movement helped her. She became more comfortable and helped her helped her own who she was. Um, Blake talks about how he has a new appreciation for her. Do you do you think do you think the producers gave him that question? It seemed too you know that's I don't know that is <laughs> that seemed like the- too perfect of a question to yeah. get that you know everyone else knows this story about Katie. We need Blake to be on that same level type of thing ask her this to get you know to get that story out of her that's what was running through my head i think he was it makes sense for blake of everyone else it makes sense for blake to ask that question sure given his history on the show but i do think he was probably nudged to ask it i don't think he knew what the answer was going to be i don't either no i'm not saying that because his response was unprepared i'll put it that way it wasn't like a polish i know what i'm gonna say here so i do think he was probably nudged to it but i guess story if you want to look at it like a fiction storyline it makes sense that he would ask it it would it does not make sense if some of the other if courtney asked that or something like that you know what i mean given blake's background so yep um anyway katie says no awkward pauses the conversation flows nicely they should they show them talking about they don't often do this. They show like bits and pieces of other conversations, co- topics out of context. So, you know, they mm. talked for a while. They were talking for a while. She wants to get to know him more. She offered him the rose. Um, she mentions at one point they are a lot alike. Yeah. Like she's I think she says we're the same. Um, and she wants to find out if that'll work. I kind of see that. I see that with these two. In my opinion. We are wow. looking at Something a, a coming lock. Here. <laughs> I, no, I think we're looking at a lock hometowns guy, a lock fantasy suites guy. Wow! And probably a top, probably a top two, a better fit than fifty percent chance that he's top two, which kind of bums me out because I want Blake to be the clown and he's like not. Like all his predictions are going to come true now. Yeah, he's not a clown anymore. I think I, I am. I wrote here. I think I like Blake. <laughs> I do like Blake. 
I've, I mean, I, I liked him before, but now I think I like him yeah. as a, a suitor for him to lead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. Which is not how we I'd liked be okay him before. With, I'd be okay if they ended up together. Is my crazy prediction that after the first episode of Claire's season that Blake was the next Bachelor contender, is that strangely coming back around? Is that coming around? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Can about you that. Imagine? I laughed you off of the podcast when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve to be. Anyway, yeah, these two. No, but seriously, Michael's the next Bachelor. We we'll all get to that. that. We'll get to that. We know that. That is I something we, we know. I think we do know that. <laughs> I think we know that. My point is, Blake and Katie, like it or not, click. They click, and they like Full each stop. other, period. What else do you want That's, to say? They're good together. <laughs> he gets the rose, of course, um, after that private concert with Lane Hardy who, much to my surprise, was the winner of American Idol two years ago. Something that doesn't mean what it used to (laughs) be. I was just about to say the exact same thing. Winning American Idol does not mean shit anymore. Doesn't mean a thing. Can you imagine winning American Idol and doing the Bachelor private date? Two it years always later? used to be. It always used to be. American Idol was the top. If you won that, you were you were set. Forced to be reckoned and with. Not anymore. Mm-mm. You knew the name. Everyone knew the names exactly. of the of the first. You know, eight American Idols or so, and the second and place sin- finishers would often go on to have big place. careers too. Absolutely, those days are long gone. Yeah. I don't know who this is. I've never heard his name in my life. He was fine though. He was good. Yeah, you know, whatever. He's 20, so he must have won when he was 18, which is something. Wow. Group date, daytime. Katie says, too athletic, and this is her emphasis, not mine, legends <laughs> are here. Who'd you think when she said that? Uh, Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. My Someone. mind popped to Kareem. <laughs> Kareem, would, would, immediately Kareem would to Kareem. definitely be there. That just makes sense. He's a Bachelor fan that if you're talking athletic legends... Uh, I'm thinking Kareem for Bachelor. The, really it was am. outdoors, so that's why my mind went to more football, baseball, because ah, basketball, yes, you know, yes. you're not going to have the best. But anyway, I would be upset if she says this and then Wells and Franco show up. Yeah. Nice guys. Like them both. Don't t- promise me legends. Don't tease me with athletic legends. Here I am thinking Bo Jackson. I'm finally going to meet Bo Jackson. <laughs> it's Bo time. <laughs> uh, they're going to play tackle basketball. <laughs> As usual, <laughs> uh, the losing team goes home on the date. I, when she said that, I go, "No, they don't." I guarantee. Oh, you guys got roughed up. Everybody's going. Yeah, that always happens. Seen this story a million times. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't sent the losers home in years. <laughs> no okay. way. The the losers went home on when Claire had the strip dodgeball date because I remember Blake Moynes walked back ah, naked. You're right. Oh, I'm you're naked. Right. Can you believe it? <laughs> Oh, they do some drills. Have, yeah, go ahead. I'm remembering a moment of that day where Blake Moynes just flashed her his penis. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. That's the guy we're dealing with here. Well, you know, who we now who we now call a hometown lock. He is. He is. It's very easy to whitewash a contestant's history on this show and just That's pretend true. like only the good things occurred. Uh, they do some <laughs> drills, some tackling drills. Katie and Hunter have a little. A little something there. It's horseplay going on during the tackling Ooh, that, drills. That was some horse, some fun horseplay. <laughs> I was concerned when they started doing the tackle drills, Rim. Okay. Why? 
You got to be That's prepared not, to go into battle. Well, I knew <laughs> as soon as they started doing that, I'm like, okay, well, they're going to be tackling each other. Yeah, it's this rugby is gonna be and bad. basketball. You do 15 minutes of, you know, NFL heads up <laughs> yeah. seminar. You decided not get paralyzed. You all know how to, none of you, none of these guys know how to tackle still. So what was even the point of this? Some of them know I don't how like to tackle. That. Now they feel like they can tackle is my point. Like they did these tackling drills that Frank, that Franco and, and Wells yeah, led. Frank, Franco and Wells. <laughs> And now they're going to be tackling appropriately. They're going to have their head up. They're going to look what they're hit every time. Probably not. Okay. The Bachelorette's Bash Ball Battle. Triple B's. <laughs> now, LeVar Ball is an athletic legend. I would have liked to be there. That would have been appropriate. <laughs> yeah. That would have been appropriate. You could have tied it all together. Triple B's yep. with Triple B's. Is that still a company? They've had some issues. We can talk about it later, but they've had some ups and downs. Their business manager was stealing the whole time. That shady guy who was on the show, Lavar's best friend, who all oh, shocker, he was. You yes, know. I remember that. I know uh, that part. Right. I didn't know if they came back from that and still have a company. Know. I would have gone with Bachelorette Basket Brawl. That's just me, though. They might have used that already with the with the basketball, basketball in the pool. Mm, yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, the guys are wearing some kind of wrestling leotards with. Just a deeper U neck than usual. Scoop to the bottom of the bull U neck. I've never seen a wrestler with that. Deep no, of these a are scoop. modified. These are those not. Are, those are completely modified wrestler singlets. <laughs> yes. Uh, one reason I wouldn't mind having a couple average Joes on the show. I would like to see kind of just you, a regular dude have to wear this and have a big, big balloon <laughs> out in front. <laughs> just perfectly framed stomach. They had some, you know, there was some size difference here. Just there were there were guys that are legitimate like bodybuilders, and then there's there were a couple normal, more normal guys like Michael, mm-hmm. the dad. But even him, he's like, you put Michael next to me, and he's he looks like he looks like one of the top guys. Michael, who's probably on television when you see dudes. They're generally you're, they're generally shorter in real life than they appear on screen. Yes. The one place yeah. that might be inverse is the Bachelorette. That's a, yeah. There's a lot These of like six three guys on this <laughs> show. Guys. Every season, there's huge guys all the time. So Michael might be like six one for all we know. Listen, they showed James at one point. James had the most oh, intimidating body out there. <laughs> Holy cow! The guy was an absolute freak show of muscle. Anyway, the game. They called it basketball and rugby combined. It sounded awesome. It Sounds looked fun. fun. It reminded me of, uh, what's that game with the trampolines slam and the ball. basketball? Slam ball. Yes. Yeah, they slam should ball. just play slam ball until somebody's femur pops out and he can't go to the nighttime <laughs> group date. <laughs> this reminded me of slam ball, but more vicious. Nothing's more vicious than slam ball, A.B. Don't kid yourself. Don't delude yourself. They had stuff on, though. They had helmets That's and true. pads. They had stuff on to protect them. And it was on trampolines, so there's a little give on where you're falling. That's a, if the tackle, safer. If the, some of these tackles happen on a slam ball court and they occurred half on a trampoline, half on the wood, <laughs> we're talking about death. <laughs> Hunter blasted Mike P. Shoulder. Hunter Holy didn't need the, he didn't need the seminar. He knew how to tackle. Shoulder to the torso. <laughs> Though his head was oh, his head was down a little too much, and I think he like slammed it into the stanchion. But he's the kind of guy who like thrives off of near paralysis. <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> he had a hit. I would compare to only the only person I've seen hit harder and better 
and faster. James Harrison. Is Terry Tate, the office Terry linebacker. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever seen a hit like that. I swear to you. That's he how was, you do it, too. He c- from behind. The dude The dude was coming. Uh, who was it? Michael? One of the Michaels? Uh, Mike Not P. Not the dad, Michael? Mike P. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike P. had the ball. He was running in kind of down the sidelines, going t- about to cut into the goal. They show Hunter sprinting. He's probably 20 yards back of the play. But Full he, speed. Perfect angle. He nailed him. Full speed. (laughs) Lays his ass out. You got him. What's that show on ESPN they used to have with the hard hits? And then they'd say something up on NFL Live. (laughs) You got jacked. He got jacked. Something like that. Mike B got jacked up. There's an old video game (laughs) called Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball. I'm sure I might have referenced this on the show before when they previously (laughs) did tackle basketball. But it was just, it was a futuristic game, and you everybody was wearing like steel padding, football padding. Sure. And you just, to get the ball from the other team, you just shoved the shit out of them across yeah. the court. You just shoved them and ran away with the ball. That's what this was combat basketball. Bill Ambeer's looking up. Anyway, this was awesome. It looked fun. And they had low hoops so you could dunk. The guys were oh, dunking. I guess I didn't, I just assumed they could yeah, dunk I in mean, real life. <laughs> No, I mean the first play of the game before it got really before it got really physical. Uh, Greg just went up and two hand okay, right. cocked it back. And <laughs> it's like okay, well these are low hoops. <laughs> these are low hoops. I can tell right away. All right, uh, the Hunter broke the seal on the tackling. He really did. He really did. It was fun in games until Hunter did that to Mike P, and then it became all out war. I was a little concerned because the ref is just Paulie. So when this inevitably gets out of control. What's Paulie going to do? He's going to break that up? By the time he jogs into the middle of the fracas, someone might have serious injury by that point. These hits were incredible. You saw some uh, just diving recklessly at people's legs. They're, yeah. They have no They have no. There were padding. illegal plays going on. <laughs> there were illegal hits. Hits from behind. Hits from, you know, blindside people. They're going full speed hitting each other. These are hard hits. There would have been horse collars if they had back collars, but no, they're almost <laughs> naked, so you couldn't do a horse yes. collar. The big moment was when Michael A. John Wall was going coast to coast. (laughs) (laughs) And someone came from behind and speared him. Now, I I thought, okay, that was Hunter. No, it wasn't Hunter. It was our favorite. It was Justin came from. I did not expect that from J-Man. Justin absolutely folded him (laughs) up. folded him (laughs) against the hinge. Yes. He was bad. It was bad. Uh, Wind completely knocked out of Michael A. I'm surprised he wasn't injured more. I really was shocked he was not injured more. I thought they were going to have to wheel him out of there. He's 36. Yeah. I know that. It's a miracle. (laughs) It's a miracle. It's a miracle. (laughs) Do you understand how sore this man probably is? Still present probably day, feeling the present effects day, of that he is sore. <laughs> Today, wherever Michael A is, he is feeling the, the effects. The man got crumpled. He got crumpled. <laughs> he did. For no reason, from the nicest guy in the house. That's that's how yeah. you know the game got out of hand. Because <laughs> even the nice guy was like, okay, I gotta lay this guy out. I gotta really... The classical painter almost paralyzed the guy on the <laughs> rugby basketball game. That's how you know your game is a little out of control. So Katie cancels the game using the excuse too little, that too late, Katie. Injury, yeah, injuries. This is an interesting little behind the scenes note. Injuries in the bubble result in expulsion. 
from the bubble. Fun little tidbit. They're not keeping you here if you have to walk around in a cat. They're not going to have your cast ugling up the the episodes. You believe that, Rim? Yeah, I do. Because it's like in True Beverly Hills when Velda sprains her ankle and the red feathers are right. They're like, just leave her. She's dragging us down. (laughs) You're telling me Greg gets a broken ankle and he needs a foot cast for the rest of the season. Greg's not going to show back up. All right. Fair I understand fair point. I mean, sure, the bottom half of your hurt. Yeah, they get we're you taking out you out back in the end of that. <laughs> yeah, they get you out of there. It's over. If you're yeah, if They'll Brendan gets hurt, they're airlifting yeah, you out of here. <laughs> you'll never see any of these people <laughs> again in your life. It'll be like you were never here, in fact. We won't even show the footage because we don't want the liability. Okay, you're right. Anything else on this date? Oh, she gave a speech, they're all winners. Everybody gets to go to the cocktail party. Who saw that? Who saw that coming? I think Hunter's team actually won. Um, they had scored the most. It was uh, it was unfair to start. It was six on seven. There were thirteen people on this date. It was six on seven, and they just let the seven play against the six. Uh, wow. I mean, that to start it off. That's not fair. <laughs> you haven't lost a step, AB. I didn't notice that. No, nice I job. It. Yeah. All that being said, I enjoyed that date. In basket, that type of basketball looks fun. It looked like a fun time if everyone's on the same page of the I'd level like to of ask violence. You, I'd like to ask you a question before we move on. Who do you blame here? Is it the game or is it these guys who were too juiced up for this? Like it seemed you could have just made this a fun date, but the guys no, took it to another place. I feel like if me and you and a group of our friends play some basketball football. Well, we're all on the same page. They don't know each we're other. Not, <laughs> we're not laying each other out like this. Like, they're sure there might be a couple funny tackles, just more funny tackles than anything. You're not trying to absolutely decapitate someone. Here are the factors you need to take into. Number one, it's a competition, not just for the day, but for. The day. Katie's heart. Yeah. Two, they don't well, know each other. To prove out they there. don't show each other that well. This is if you're a nobody, this is how you stand out. Two, some of these guys are in their mid twenties, mid early twenties. Yeah, they probably played sports recently. They still got that it's that dog in them. them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Hunter, I think once Hunter broke the seal, it cha- the game changed. And once that happened, it went crazy. I even so, Justin blasting Michael A in the back. Surprised me. It really. Su- I can't believe Justin did that. I just. I don't know. Me. I'm going up for a block. Just, I'm going up for a huge swat. I'm not going to block. That's I'm what I'm saying. If guy. I'm playing, if you put me out there, and some like-minded people, we're just having fun on this new interesting sport. We're focused sure. on the stealing, the passing, the blocking, a couple, you know, fun little hits, the dunking. Instead, these meatheads turned it into a friggin' NFL blitz <laughs> with basketballs. It's incredible. Yeah. I guess I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shocked or appalled by anything. I just. My point is, I think I put more blame on them than even. No. Pr- they maybe they sent him out there. They said, known. play rugby yeah. with yeah, no pads. Right. They gave him the NFL hits thing. The NFL. And then here's how to tackle. Now go out there. The tackle <laughs> See thing. what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Who knows? They all everybody shares a little bit of blame except for Polly and Michael A. Which all is- I know is I want Hunter in my foxhole. I'll say that. 
<laughs> he's a foxhole If only guy. so that he's not in the other foxhole, because if he's, he's in the a, other well, foxhole, you're That's doomed. a Patrick Beverly type of guy. You hate <laughs> exactly. him when he's against you because he's a scumbag and he plays dirty and he does unnecessary stuff. But if he's on your team, you love him to death. Yeah. He has a hard time justifying his antics on occasion, but the yeah, sometimes you do. Protection yeah. outweighs the bad. You still love him, though. <laughs> yeah. Group date, nighttime. Michael gets the first one in one time. Thank God. He should. They probably wheeled him out of there after he was done. <laughs> That's why they gave it to him first. Katie says she was emotional we got hit. Katie br- or Michael brings up that yesterday was his late wife's birthday. Usually he's with his family, but Bri- being here and with Katie brings him comfort almost as good and he thinks there's something special here then they go in for a kiss and michael says you got to scoot over here because i'm in my mid-30s and i played a sport today so i'm not scooting <laughs> over <laughs> you just she can't brought do him that. An, she brought him an ice back too um mm-hmm. i don't want to make light of what he the conversation they had that was nice but was she nice brought him a little ice pack Michael's going to need a lot more than that ice pack. His whole body. Yeah. Bag of peas ain't doing anything for this. <laughs> He's going to need an ice bath or one of those chambers that LeBron sleeps in. Something like <laughs> he that. He needs a new spine is what he needs. Katie, do you have one of those? <laughs> Connor, the cat guy, unless you have anything else on that. Nope. Connor, the cat guy, how the mighty have fallen. We're talking fully unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> What's going fully on in unbuttoned the shirt at the semi formal. <laughs> Nighttime date. <laughs> that alone is like, all right. What am I missing here with the shirts? He is hot. Why is he doing it's that? It's hot out. I don't know. <laughs> is is he doing know. it to be cool? Why? He. It seems like this is a new thing with him because every I noticed it three or four times. Different shirts. Way too low. You know, unbuttoned. Is he going bad boy on us? I just don't know why he would. I just. It's like he did a heel turn. It's <laughs> like, I'm going bad boy now. I'm, things aren't working out. I got to switch things up. I don't know. Maybe Let he's trying to go this. with like an island vibe because he was playing a ukulele. This was like a morning zoo radio comedy song with the ukulele <laughs> and she teared up. So I guess it's still working. He knows how to play stuff. He's Mr. <laughs> Dueling Pianos. I don't know. <laughs> what do you expect from the guy? He's leaning on to what works. I just didn't think unbuttoned shirt and ukulele was going to work. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think unbuttoned that was shirt. I can't. <laughs> I can't get my head around. Back with the fellas. Hunter had an awesome time at the tackling date. I thought that went great. Hunter said he just like getting out there for the first time in some years. A couple <laughs> years. Itching. He just like being out there. <laughs> He's been itching to lay someone out for quite a while. <laughs> Aaron can't see Hunter making him another, making it another week, which means Hunter will not stay another week. The union has its next victim. <laughs> There's nothing Hunter can do. Is Aaron the head of it? Seems like Aaron. Aaron's the head of this thing, this yeah. whole thing that I got going on. He was going around in the hallways, like trying to gather the, like secure the votes, <laughs> get the votes. Yeah. Next up, Hunter. I don't think they have like code. I don't think he's gonna make it another week. If you know what I mean. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to Katie. I'm in. Yeah, I'll talk to the other guys. It's like a, they have a phone tree for who to get rid of. <laughs> Montage stuff of time with Katie. Uh, Trey talking about some dance classes. Courtney does a night one bit. Toilet paper wrap up. Is he what was going on? A mummy? Is it was this a mummy or was this like? No, it's kind of clever. It was just a night one bit. He says, "I'll be there for you when the shit goes down." Why was he wrapping himself into the toilet paper like a mummy? Because he's toilet paper and he'll be there for you when 
I get the I get the comment, but I don't understand why. Here, I got the toilet paper. Wrap me up, and then I'm gonna tell you this. Because he's becoming the rap is beco- him becoming the toilet paper. He can't just hand her a roll of toilet paper. And then are you co-signing this toilet paper? No, I'm just suit explaining that he, his logic. I think it's silly. Doing? I'm just explaining the lo- he's becomes the toilet paper when he's wrapped in it. <laughs> That's all. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike P. First kiss. Hey, hey, he's there. <laughs> he's still here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I need to see a little more. I think there. I think there's a chance he could. He's. I don't. I don't consider him. I throw some people away, like Trey. He's gone. Trey's Q, gone. He's I agree. Gone. I agree. Uh, Which is sad because I had him. In, I had him in my top two in my bracket. Yeah. The, he. I mean, I'm not there with. Uh, what's his name? Michael? Mike, is Mike this P. the other Michael? Mike P. There's um, Michael Mike A. P. and Mike P. It's not necessary to include their last initials, in my opinion. Yeah, not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike P. Um, I'm not willing. I'm not there with him. That I'm. I can picture a hometown with Mike P. on it, even though I don't know a much hometown about or a sure. date. Date followed by a hometown. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Someone. I, I don't got all my spots filled like you do. I do. A hometown. Have you seen the? Did you see the preview? No, I didn't watch the preview. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hunter with Katie shows her pictures of his kids. That's a big. I forgot he was a dad. Full disclosure. Well, he I almost forgot. killed somebody well, in a tackle <laughs> basketball game. You do forget, like blood oh, this, coming down. This his person is mouth. in charge of someone else's life. That's it. I forgot about that. <laughs> he says he wants her to meet him, which is a, would be a big step in his relationship, I guess. But you know, kind of a good. I think, moment. He's, I think he said that he they haven't ever met anyone else. Um, yeah, but he's already ready to do that with Katie, who he seems like been a, on a line to me. It seems like something he says as a line. <laughs> I believe no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> At the house, Andrew S gets his date card. Nothing there. I don't have anything here. No. Back on the date, uh, the guys are convincing them. They're whipping themselves up into a frenzy, and per- they've deluded themselves into thinking that this group date rose is the is as important as the final rose, because almost everyone is there. So if you get this group date rose, that means like you're number one. Well, kind of, not really, but depends. On it who gives gets you it. that confidence. It gives you that confidence. It's like when you've you're the top team in the league and you've beaten everyone else, and then it becomes you know championship time. I I got the confidence because I already beat all these guys once. That's what this rose person's thinking. I've already beat all these guys once for a rose. I'm I can do this again. Gives you some added confidence. That's all I'm saying. I don't agree that this one's that important, but might give you some confidence. I can understand that logic. If you get a rose, you got a rose on a date over Greg and Cat Guy. You, you gotta and be feeling good. Michael the dad who just got decapitated. If you get a rose over those guys, that seems like a big deal. All right, fair enough. That's fair. I just i i take into account who ended up getting this rose, and I thought this rose doesn't mean well, anything. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once we saw who got the rose, quickly though, Michael A makes a smooth train, and this is not sarcastic. He made a legitimately smooth transition into this discussion, talking about his late wife. Mm-hmm. Whatever, what we're all here looking for, I've had before, and then he reveals. That he is widowed. Yeah. No one had any idea because he's so positive and happy all the time. Yeah, he's only told a couple people, I think. In confidence in the house, you mean? 
Yeah, remember he they had that scene where he told a couple people out by the pool, but I don't think he's told everyone, obviously. That's right. I remember that now. Um, but anyway, great discussion. Michael A., the, the wise, he's got sage advice for the for the guys this was a nice scene use your time on this earth wisely it was real talk period yeah michael a guys were getting emotional greg was getting really emotional uh greg is taking michael's advice to heart he oh, says i he's had gonna... an issue with this ab i he's <laughs> <laughs> i had an issue with the way they presented this <laughs> okay i don't think that is this was Greg's actual thought process, but they presented it as Greg is like, wow, Michael's wife passed away. I'm going to do more to I gotta, capture Katie's heart. I can't <laughs> let this opportunity slip away because um, you never know how long you have on this earth. That's what Greg thought. I th- I, they, they, uh, they presented <laughs> that, little, that together. They spliced a little bit of stuff yeah. together. Because they showed him when he was like, I think, you know, I'm falling for Katie. They showed him, I think they showed him pre-crying yeah. with Michael. So they okay. they made it seem like he bounced off of that. They made it seem like when Michael was burying his soul, Greg was, the gears were turning. Wow, Thinking I should really that, yeah. go steal and Katie from somebody. And immediately, then immediately after, hey, good talk, Michael. I'm going to go find Katie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how they presented <laughs> that was, That's not the worst thing they've ever done, but I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I buy this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, great discussion. How can you not root for Michael A? And I don't mean, I hope he goes far. Or I hope he ends up with Katie because I don't necessarily think he's the no, best fit for in Katie. life. I just want good things to happen for yeah, Michael A. In life, I want Michael A to win. Exactly. And one of those things is being The Bachelor. He's quickly rising up my favorite people on the show ever list. Yeah, I, I, I can see In that. terms of who I'm rooting for and who I want good things to happen to. He's great. He seems just so genuine. He's he seems like a great guy. <laughs> seems great. <laughs> anyway, Greg and Katie. Katie tells he's, him, "What did you make of this?" Go ahead. Well, first of all, Greg says he's going to really step it up tonight, and then he gets there and he's a wet blanket he again. Oh. Bad time. He's a bad. I, I repeat, Greg is a bad time. He didn't do anything different. You got to at least do like some pillow setup or something. There was nothing special. There was blanket nothing on the ground with any juice no. <laughs> there. There's nothing. You didn't step up. You didn't do anything. Okay. What do you got? I think you're, that's fair. Uh, what do you make of her telling him he has a resting sad face and that he permanently looks like a lost puppy dog? That's not great. That's not good. I, I told you last week, Greg is a bad time. He seems like a bad, he's sucking the energy out of the room. <laughs> Come on. Whenever I see him. I'm sorry. He, when When is he added to the fun? Never. And she even, like you said, resting yeah. sad that, face. That's that not a good was not thing. Good. That was not <laughs> That's good. That's not a good thing to your your spouse to think about you. You're always sad or looking sad. Yeah, I sound like <laughs> I'm a disappointed Greg fan. I just I, I'm not that. I just don't really know how to counter that. But she says Greg says this is so hard, but Katie makes it worth it. They kiss. Yeah. I think I mean, maybe she knows it will work with Greg. So she might put some more focus on Blake or Michael or somebody else just to kind of test the waters a little bit, a rum springer from Greg, if you will. So maybe I think there's not going to be a lot of interesting stuff happening with Greg yeah. for the next few weeks, but I don't think he'll lose his spot among oh, the I don't leaders. Think, yeah. yeah, no, okay. this, this was just, no, I don't think, I think he's right up there. She even asks him, she says, or she says, one of my biggest fears is you wanting to leave. 
And then Greg says, I'd never leave. And then, and then she says, you promise that you promise. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know. He's here for a while. Perhaps that comes into play though. Perhaps Greg gets fed up with being. Yeah. You wonder if they've talked about it. Yeah. You wonder if they've talked about something like that or why she would bring that up. Yeah. I don't know. With the group, Katie gives Hunter wow. the group date rose. More like, huh? Hunter? <laughs> what, what do you make of this? Does this carry Let's any weight see. for you? Or was this a producer the guy group ruined date, rose? the group date. He was <laughs> acting like a true psycho in front of you. And then, I don't... What did... The kids. He did the photos with the kids. The kids Look at thing? my kids. That worked? I don't know. I thought Greg was going to get it. I did too. You don't say, "Hey, you look sad all the time," and then give Hunter and then give Hunter the group date rose when your number one guy's <laughs> over here moping. He's sad. Yeah, he's, that's not going to make him happy. No. Anything else on this date? No, I wrote here the boys are about to turn on Hunter, though. Yep, he's done. It's coming. Let's take a quick break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Andrew S. one-on-one date, nighttime A. Whole thing took place at night. Ah, Katie has a surprise for Andrew. They're in the woods. They light some lights in the trees. Bunch of envelopes hanging. Andrew lifts her to grab them. I was worried. What were you worried about? They're walking in the woods, and the one thing you don't want is a scary date. No. And that's what I thought they were doing is some sort of scary pal around date. I was worried about that when they were walking. But then they turn it on, and it's just something... I don't know. Not 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 scary. So it could be okay. I I kind of with you on the pal around. I still thought this was a little this was it like was an indoor recess activity. <laughs> they were like what cuz the questions were not that good. They were like what's your favorite day of the week type of questions and I was like god this is this is like a speed date small talk nonsense. I was concerned about that. But there were a few in there that got them into some serious discussions I suppose. One of them was, what is something you learned from your parents' relationship? Andrew S. said he learned what not to do, not to leave my partner hanging. He doesn't want to miss any moments with his kids. Katie learned not to settle. Marriage is meant to be forever. One of the questions was, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Okay, Do it. But follow me here. <laughs> I will. 
one of the questions was, what's your ideal like day or something? I don't even remember what exactly what the question. I think you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And then Andrew says, Sunday, we'll wake up and have breakfast. She mentions, I want brunch and I want to sleep in till 11. That makes me think she doesn't want kids right away. Boy, you which are reading makes, big time. That's a big which, read. <laughs> let me reach even further. Might eliminate Michael and Hunter, who already have kids. Outstanding read. Yeah. You're not going to be going to an 11 a.m. brunch with Michael. No. Okay? <laughs> so that dream of your perfect date it, <laughs> it's is never not possible <laughs> with either of those two, which makes me think those two, eventually, this will be their downfall. I think that is an outstanding read, and it's completely valid because yeah. maybe she'll want children soon-ish. Yeah, but, you sure. know, you have a couple months or a year, year. where you Let can get go a couple to years brunch. brunches. Yeah, but you marry Michael or Hunter. Brunch your That's brunch it. days. You're gonna have one brunch a year. I think yeah. I've had one brunch in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> brunch days are over. You're not going to brunch. Yeah, you're right. You you're absolutely right on that. Ab, great call. <laughs> That's a reach. No, it's but not. That makes total sense. Something I Maybe she doesn't even know it yet, but that's But she's come... not even thinking it through yet. Yeah, exactly. she, I don't think she understands yet. When it gets down to brass tacks. When it's four of them left... Yeah, I don't... Wait, wh- I, I, how would this have gone me... with Michael? Put Michael in Andressa's shoes, and yeah. she says, I want to do brunch. She looks at her like, she's got four heads. Like, brunch? <laughs> On brunch? Sunday? I've been up for six hours by the time of brunch. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's lunch. Yeah. <laughs> 10.30 lunch. <laughs> Katie says, uh, they've been, feels like they've been dating a long time. Mm-hmm. It ends well. They have some fun with some big lit balloons. This is all going very well, I fun. thought. fun. I thought it was going fun. They were having fun. It went better than I thought it was going to go. I when agree. It started. Especially when it started, yeah. Though I was, when she said, I hope tonight is the start of me falling for him, yeah. this made me think, if mm. she goes into tonight and that she doesn't fall for him, that she'd send him home. Well, I thought, I, I'll go one step further I hope this is the start of falling for him. You should are you should already be falling for him after this date. So the fact that she doesn't know that she's falling for him makes me think she'll never get there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Andres 101 nighttime. Gets serious growing up. His dad was in prison when I think he was 4 or 5 years old. Yeah. Um Katie responds, I, I don't remember what she said, but I just have a note here. I like that Katie respond, reciprocates stories like this with her own commentary or mm. experience without, and this is key, coming over the top of someone's big personal reveal. She just yeah. is, meets them there instead of unlike someone, maybe Ari or basically any other, you know, most leads, not any other lead, but most leads just go, oh, thanks for sharing. And then do you want the rose? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a real back you. and forth. That's mm-hmm. all. Let you know they're listening. Exactly. Anything else on that portion? Nope. Andres then says he's so all in on this, which leads him to his next part, which is that he's black and she's white. Mm-hmm. One of his exes was worried about having mixed children were they to have a family together you never want to be the subject of an ex story on this show it's never positive no 
No. So anyway, what did you make of this conversation, AB? Unless you he want my, about, my input. He talks about an ex he had that was worried about having mixed children and having people come up to her. She was worried that people would come up to her and not think they were her children. Hmm. Which I think is probably a concern that almost all white people in an interracial relationship, male or female, have, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they made it seem like that was a bad thing, I guess. And this it's was not, a little confusing I, to me. That's not. And, and, and you, I could tell based on Katie's response that she had never thought about this, um, which is fine, um, but it's not something she's ever thought of. So she just went the, you know, it's not going to matter what color they are or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's something on every you know, white person's mind, if they're having an interracial relationship, you know, that my kids might not look like me. And that's a, that's not a bad thing. Like, that's just a, I think it's, um, it's, it's more about if that's going to, you know, shut down, if that, if you can't get past that, then it's a problem, but it's not just having that thought is a bad thing. Um, so yeah, the ex gets painted, painted like that was a negative thing for them, but I didn't take it that way. He made it sound like she would be his ex would be concerned for how they might be treated. And she yeah, not that she couldn't stomach the idea of having mixed kids, but he made it seem like her bringing this up at all was, oh, she doesn't even want to have children because of that, which if that were the case, then I could see how that would be a sticking point with them. Yeah, but they didn't say that. So I don't who knows. It was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. I don't think a lot of people think about that. It's something we've thought about in my family and uh, I've thought about. And um, so it was, it was a good conversation to have regarding interracial relationships and stuff that they deal with that I don't think everyone realizes. I don't recall it occurring on the show before. No. Yeah, I don't either. Anyway, like you said, Katie said it wouldn't matter to her. They kiss it all. It goes well. Anything mm-hmm. else on that discussion? Before they get in the hot tub? Uh, No, I don't think so. All right. They go to the hot tub. She offers him a rose, a wet rose in the hot tub. There's nowhere to pin it on him. He doesn't have his shirt Why on. Why didn't you give him the rose before you got in the hot tub? What's he going to do with that rose? It's going to win. Just kind of hold it. Just kind of hold it off to the side. <laughs> Thank you. There's a magnet on it. She says, I can see myself falling in love with Andres. I am starting to not take that. I'm starting to take that statement from her with a grain of salt. Because You're not trusting what she's saying. Not, it's not that I'm not trusting it. Uh, I think she's doing the. That's the. I see my husband in this room thing. I think she's just because. Andres is great. They seem pretty good together. She, like she said, they have a lot of fun together, but they can also get real serious. Andres is great. They're pretty good, but compared to Greg or Blake now, I'm not sure he's in that tier. And there are many more one-on-one dates to come with guys who haven't gotten them yet. And most of them are going to get roses. And I think she'll probably say, I can see myself falling, you know, going yeah. away with Andrew at the end of this. So she said the taking, same thing about Blake, not, too. Yeah, you're not taking a lot from that. I'm not taking a lot from that. I'm not, I'm not saying she's lying. I'm just saying, you know, if everybody gets that comment, what's it worth? And she's caught up in the moment, too. She's caught up in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. So I like Andres. He's definitely one of the top guys, but I don't put him in the t- number one tier yet. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Any other comments on that? I don't think so. Good date. It was fine. Good date. I like Andres a lot. He's got a great, he's got a great He's just smile. energetic. Yes. He's fun. He lights up the room. 
It's a good time whenever he's there. Good time. The opposite of Greg. Moving on. That was AB. Cocktail party. <laughs> Cocktail party. I think you I think you probably are are have your finger on the pulse. I don't think Greg is like don't say anything bad about Greg. He's, you know, Greg's just a guy that she really likes. They're probably going to yeah. end up together, but he doesn't do anything for me as a viewer. That's fine. <laughs> as a, you know, as a as a viewer, he's, he does not No. He, the, 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 you know, when they're doing the the things where where are you going? They with bring this? a bunch of people in a room and they're like, oh, yeah, see yeah. how much you like a character on a show. I'm not clicking my button when Greg's no, on the show. You need to have the dial. I'm not putting the, what are those even called? <laughs> like focus groups or something yeah, focus like that? Group, but they, I don't I'm not dial. turning my dial up when Greg's on. Dial In fact, I'm down. turning it the other way. I'm turning it down. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't turn the, he doesn't move the needle. I'm sorry. Nothing wrong with Greg. Speaking of that, this cocktail party just about put me to sleep i was literally dozing <laughs> off during this cocktail party i think i, I actually on. did fall asleep during it this is when i stopped watching for the night and then i picked up <laughs> picked this up morning, morning. Yeah. i'm just gonna head out to this one <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna this is i was uh, tired yeah katie arrives <laughs> says i see my husband in this room again not taking that's a grain of salt comment at this point <laughs> do you mean now that blake's here or do you yeah. mean before blake was here katie that's what i would blurt out <laughs> blurt out you already said that and he wasn't here uh justin one on one time the guy who almost crippled fan favorite yeah. michael out of nowhere <laughs> For he no tweeted, reason. I saw he tweeted something. He was like, hey, I was I was icing Mike's back down. Like, I can't, you know, I'm sorry I did that. You know, he's all fine. But yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that I, when I first saw that and I saw it was Michael, bummed me out because I knew he was done. He's got, I don't think he's got a chance anymore. You Michael? can't get that out of your head. No, Justin. Oh. If you're kidding, you can't the get that. The, bloodthirst <laughs> that he had. No, he's just playing the game. What he did was within the rules because there were no rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably thinking too much into it. Justin one on one time. He's got that. What'd you make of this little game? This little get to know you game? It, it appeared the to me key... that he made this by hand from scratch. Yes, he did. The key to a good uh, cocktail hour or one on one time game is clear-cut rules, Rem. Okay. And this, was confusing. <laughs> this game was confusing. Like, what do you... What do you? If I say this, what does that even mean? I, I don't know how to answer your questions. <laughs> I know how I want to answer, but based on how you, the rules you gave me, what were I the can't phrases? answer. What were the phrases? Do you have them down? It was, uh, if you agree, you'll accept it. If you don't agree, you'll say you're not feeling it. Thank but you for your input. It was kind of a true false thing, but then the questions he asked made it so like Some okay, of the if questions I say were true, multiple choice. It was yeah, there's if I say true, what am I actually saying? I it was yeah. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it it was basically agree or disagree where the yeah. was the game, but then some of the questions were The questions would make it so the agree makes it seem like you're disagreeing. The questions were, would you ra rather? It's yeah. not a poor Justin. Spent all day on this. He needed to workshop it a little bit more. Back with the group. Hunter is riding high with this rose. If you're here on this cocktail party and you're talking about how you hope you get time and you hope you get a rose, he has no, he doesn't even want to hear it. He's on to Cincinnati. Hunter is on the hometowns. He's not even paying attention to you clowns anymore. <laughs> 
You ever seen someone get boosted up by something <laughs> quite like Hunter? Why don't you take up. a step back? There's still like five roses you need before hometowns. Just chill. He's on to hometowns. You're Doesn't not matter. there yet. You're not a favorite. What'd you make of his little one-on-one date set up with the pillows and the telescope? I liked it. You liked it too? I yeah, too. I like a good telescope. I mean, telescope. this is right in my <laughs> I enjoy a good telescope. He brought it from home, the telescope. Now, not to knock on the scope, <laughs> I'm always one to encourage people to look up at the skies. Yes. This wasn't a big dog scope. That wasn't a big dog scope? The big dog scopes are big. They're way bigger than boom, that. Boom, big ones. Big. Tabletop. Boom. When you sit on the table, it goes boom. boom. Yeah. Ba-doom. Yeah, no. This hey, was a... Yeah, you're a right. A scope is better than no scope. Everyone should have a scope and look up to the sky. <laughs> Maybe this is a secondary scope. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. When you have... When you have a hobby... That's a little, everyone doesn't, this isn't a, like a normal hobby, I guess. Kind of like rock collecting, like rock collecting sure. guy. Yeah. You don't want to. Marty, Marty you don't Minerals. Go too, you don't want to go too <laughs> into that hobby before you know that the person is into that. So maybe this was just like, you don't want to, yeah. you don't want to have the top, maybe he has a top notch scope at home, but he brought this secondary Oh. A little small scope. Oh, you spent three thousand dollars on a telescope? I don't know if yeah, like, exactly. we are compatible. Like you show up with the big boom <laughs> yeah. scope, and it's this huge thing. And she's like, "No, I'm not really into that." That's the end of your time. That's but if fair. it's just a throwaway scope like this, like a scope that I'd go buy, you can yeah. get away with her not being into it. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Wow. You're, you're just something to just something to think about. He might have a big <laughs> big boy scope at home. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Think twice about bringing it. James interrupts. Okay, so James and Aaron are watching from afar, and James has had enough, so he steals Katie away. Hunter, I don't even want to talk about this. Was so lame. Hunter is just not having. He's like, hey, not right now, man. James says, okay, cool. I'm not really a contender anyway. James goes lingers. Hunter says, when we get that <laughs> one on one, we'll be ready. Hunter says, James ruined his night. I lost some time, and I he's real. Oh, I'll get my time back. It's like, all right, buddy, probably not. <laughs> Chill. Hunter is reacting like someone just stole his child when James finally takes her away. He's looking yes. at Hunter like that's the end. Like when um. Like when the when the lady comes and takes Oscar in Ghostbusters two, takes Oscar from Dana. Oscar's out on the the window like the windowsill. He's outside on top of a high rise in you know Manhattan, and a ghost comes with a carriage. Like looks like some. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm following you. I'm following you. She steals Oscar. But Oscar wants to go. It's a whole thing with Oscar. He's possessed. <laughs> and then Dana Barrett's like oh, Oscar. That's what Hunter was like. I'm with when you. James I followed took, you. I followed um, everything you said, and I don't even right. know if I've seen that movie. <laughs> Anything on James and Katie? I mean, all that for nothing. Again, boring cocktail party. Uh, I don't know what to think about James. Hmm. He was box guy originally, I think. He was. He. We were in awe of his look when he emerged from the box. He's huge. He's an Adonis of a man. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> He got a kiss here. I he's one of those guys I'm not willing to write off yet. I'll say that. Jeez. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna write him off. There's some people I'm gonna write off, and he's not one of them. All right. Well, I'm curious. That'll be kind of your mailbag contribution. Yeah. Aaron and Trey. Aaron is upset with Hunter because he performed a nice gesture for the lead. Um. I have here. I'm yawning. <laughs> Hunter sits down with Aaron Trey and James. 
Those guys are upset because Hunter has group day rose and he's still getting time with the lead. That's a, you, in breach of union regulations. Do you kind of feel like Aaron's the leader of this house, but he's furthering his relationship? None. Not at all with yeah. uh, Katie? Yes. Do you feel like that? I, I feel like he's... I feel like I think of him as higher than he is. Like, he doesn't seem like he actually has a chance right now. He never is building his relationship. It's always worried about the union. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And that's fine because someone has to do someone, it. Someone has to do it. Also, you're, gonna, you're, you're probably not going to win, and you're going to be friends with the, most of these guys for the rest of your life. So you might yeah, as well just lifelong make it about the boys. <laughs> and you might get on to paradise exactly. if you stick around long enough. But he just doesn't seem like he's focused on the purpose of the show enough to me. Yeah, I agree. But he's getting a lot of screen time. He'll be on Paradise for that reason, I think. Yeah. This was boring drama to me. Trey compares Hunter to Thomas. Hunter takes umbrage with that. Uh, Just a reminder, know, Thomas didn't do anything. Yeah. As they say, <laughs> <laughs> someone compares him to Thomas and he's acting like that's calling him the worst thing ever. I'd say what you've done, Hunter, is worse at this point. I guess it's for me, it's just you're upset that someone Hunter didn't have extra time with Katie. He had time with Katie period it was a it was a regular amount of time trey's yeah. a, trey in particular is upset with this because he already has a rose so then he's spending time talking to hunter about being upset with this rather than You're just going and talking time. to Katie. then the yeah. cocktail party ends and trey doesn't get any time whose fault is that trey is that hunter's well, fault or your uh, fault uh, let me back up trey a little <laughs> bit here rim they were more concerned not about the time necessarily but it's that you had this, you had an elaborate setup. I think there is a rule in the There's house. There's no elaborate setup. If you have a rose, you don't get an elaborate setup that week. You get a, you get a normal time. <laughs> you go to a day bed and you talk for a couple minutes. You don't get the elaborate setup. That's fair, but and that's fair. Trey, go talk to her instead of yeah. What you and Hunter aren't going to resolve this right obviously, now. Obviously, Trey should have went and talked to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, rose ceremony. Anything else in the cocktail party? The most boring cocktail party. No, no. Blake, nobody Hunter. furthered their relationship. No, not that we saw. <laughs> nobody. Blake, Hunter, and Andrew S. already have roses. Blake and Andrew S. on one-on-one -on -one dates. Here are the roses. Greg, Aaron, Michael A., Connor Catguy, James, Justin, Mike P., Brendan, Trey. No roses for the other Andrew, Courtney, or Josh. Quotes about at the end are all about Hunter. Um, they make it seem at the very end when they're given a toast. Aaron sounds like he's about to give a toast. They made it seem yeah, like Hunter yeah, cut him. That, that did not happen. That Don't happen. play with me. <laughs> Quit playing games with the please. Speech. We that know. was too obvious. Make it make it more believable. They yeah. didn't even show Aaron reacted. No one reacted. Come on. Come on. What do you think of the guys clapping for their friends? What was when going they on? <laughs> the boys gave Q a huge shout out. <laughs> Huge shout out. Thanks for being here. And then uh, Katie whispers to Q, I'm so proud of you. To Q, I don't uh, know what. Who knows what that story what was going, could be. What's going on with Q? <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know. We will he never know. He seemed like he was a favorite amongst the boys, though. I will say that. All right. Let's go to the mailbag. 773-234-7794. Last week's question was, who do you see as the late riser this season? First up, Sydney. My husband and I are both thinking James, the box guy, might be a late season riser. Katie was smitten with him and even said she had a crush when he finally exited the box and he isn't getting any screen time, which may be, which makes me think he's actually more in the lead than the producers want us to think right now. 
It reminds me of how I didn't even realize Peter and Maddie had a connection until way into his season. I may be wrong, but James is my pick for this season's Star Course. Thank you, Sydney. I like that. Carrie from Milwaukee. I think Hunter could be a late riser for no other reason than I can't figure out why he's still there unless she's more into him than it shows. And Carrie sent that before this episode aired. Hmm. Anonymous from Buffalo. I think Justin will be the late riser. I could see him and Katie having a strong connection further down the line. And if Andrew S is considered a late riser, then him as well. He's adorable. I don't consider Andrew S in that gr- a, a dark horse. He was available. Too in th- he's yeah. not in the pool of people he's that can the be a late riser right now. I Even think before he's high his enough. one-on-one. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm talking about people who you had to look up their names. We're talking about people you haven't heard at all at this point. And there's still some of them, like three or four. Jesse D from Virginia. I'm thinking Justin or Trey as the late season risers. They both have a big entertaining presence on the show, but they haven't actually shared much in depth or at least on screen intimate time with Katie, which I'd love to see. Thank you, Jesse D. 646 area code. I think that other than Blake, a late riser could be Justin. He's got a random romantic moment with Katie on one of the group dates, which means the show wants us to take his connection with Katie seriously. I think Connor, a.k.a. Cat Guy, is the opposite of a late riser. Katie was clearly attracted to him at first, but I think the novelty will wear off for her if it hasn't already. Thank you, 646. Man, I just can't get the sight of Justin folding Michael over his shoulder by the spinal cord. <laughs> it was a, it was a reverse that. spear. I, can't, I cannot get it. was a reverse spear. I can't get that sight out of my head when I think of him as a late riser. It's like when someone in the ring, a wrestler's in the ring, and oh, someone's over, you know, at the entrance, they're going, oh, whoa, whoa. But then that person's cohort, <laughs> you know, partner comes from behind, crawls yeah. from under the ring, and spears them with them. And then everyone's see it coming. booing. Yeah. They didn't, no, that's not, a, that's not a face move. <laughs> no. Sarah from Colorado, as weird as it sounds based on the no screen time he's received other than his classic side eyes, my late riser this season is Justin. He's such a wild card to me that I even had to double check to make sure I had the correct name with the person I was thinking of. <laughs> I totally forgot until he looked at his cast bio that he was the super talented painter from the first episode, and I want to see more of that. Thank you, Sarah. I forgot that, too. It's yeah. it's insane how quickly I forget yeah. the first episode yeah. little things. A few others. 515 Area Code. You asked if the lead has ever been upset with a frontrunner about a bad actor and not telling the frontrunner about the bad actor. On Emily Maynard's season, week five... Doug told Emily that Kaylin had called Emily's daughter baggage, an all-time episode and All-time moment. moment, yeah. Emily went on to be upset with the other men who didn't say anything, but Ari specifically. She gave Ari the last rose at that rose ceremony. She kept Doug right up until hometowns. Thank you, 515. Good information, which I had forgotten. Greg from Cedar Rapids. Gonna ignore the mailbag question. Listening to you talk about Michael and now he's and how he's going to be the next Bachelor. As a father of a four-year-old boy myself, I know what's on Michael's mind. He isn't sad to be away from his son. This is a tired dad on a free vacation from responsibility. <laughs> Becoming the next Bachelor would be another free vacation from responsibility and his son. I don't blame him. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, AB? Yeah, you miss your kids, but boy, sleeping in. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. If I could go, <laughs> I know I've, I've been a huge shit on parents who go on this show. Yeah. For, I, that's just one, part of my brand. 
If I had the opportunity, I'd go on You've the show. You've eased I'll off the pedal that. on that one a little bit. <laughs> that, since having kids and more kids, yeah. I've... Uh, you're trying to get on the show. <laughs> I'd go on. I'd, I'd get out of there for a I'd while. I'd get out of there for a couple months. <laughs> What's a couple months? <laughs> All right. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. What's next week's question, AB? Uh, this is actually my headline headline and question. Ooh. Okay. First of all, well, I have two headlines. Um, Colton Under- Underwood, I don't fuck with The Bachelor anymore. Saw uh, that. Interesting article from page six, worth a read. But then my actual headline is from Yahoo, and I'm stealing it for my question too. Does the Bachelorette always have to have a villain? And then they go into this season not having a real villain. Is the show better for having a villain, and do they need it? So my question is, does it need a villain, and are you enjoying this now that there is not really a villain? Like, they're kind of forcing little things, trying to make them into a villain, but there's not a villain. There's there's a mini-villain every week. There isn't a villain right now. That we know of and probably won't be for this entire season. Does a season need a villain? That's interesting to think about because they are. It seems they are moving away from the person, you know, you love. I don't know if it's a good thing. I'm not sure it is either. I generally end up liking the villains. (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's a galvanizing topic for the viewers, even though when they paint people a certain way, a lot of times it's unfair and it has yeah, damaging sure. effects on that person. Removing Absolutely. that and watching it yeah. as a viewer of entertainment, a consumer, mm-hmm. it is sometimes nice to have a galvanizing yeah. person we can all agree. is that's Those people are fun to talk about. The person nobody likes. Yeah. It makes the show more interesting, in my opinion. But I will read this article and think on it. So your your headline of the week is that, and it's also my question yes. verbatim your question. So does the Bachelor Bachelorette always need to have a villain? Send mm-hmm. us your thoughts seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Very good. Quick batch bracket update. Oh, where am I at? Yeah, good. find where you are. I won't have to go f- too far down. I'll tell you that. Mm. Ethan L. from Ingersoll, Ontario, is alone in first with 121 points. Congrats, Ethan L. He actually messaged us when he saw this and said it was the best day of his life. So very exciting. I'm not sure. Who knows if it'll hold? I didn't look at his bracket. He's probably got Trey in there in the end with me. We love Canada here. (laughs) Full stop. (laughs) The The following people have 120 points. Shaylee W, Asa B, Sophie N, Paige P, Helen L have 120 points. I have 89. So this is a dumpster fire of a bracket. I have 96. I've fallen. Must have had a bad week. I'm at 226 rank. Sad. Fun while it lasted. Quickly, power rankings. Do you have yours ready to go? Yes. You want to go, go first? first, though? You go first. Right. Number four is Michael A. He's down from two last week. Michael A has the most compelling backstory so, so far. I expect him to be here for a long time, even if the connection fades, which I suspect it will, because like you mentioned, the reality of being an instant mom will come into play. Andres is number three. He's up from number four this week. Obviously, had a great one-on-one day, got the rose. Everything went well. Blake is my number two. He is up from not ranked. He's number two. Their chemistry cannot be denied. 
And I'm sticking with Greg at number one. I'm concerned that we don't know much about Greg the person. Now, maybe spin zone, that might be a good thing because I feel like it happens quite a lot that where where they make you fall in love with the second place finisher and you end up not knowing much about him with Peter and Brian. It's it's happened before where you don't know much about the person who ends up winning because the person who gets second is going to have a longer term relationship with the show. Those are my rankings. My prediction is Greg will be that guy in a couple weeks that gets in like a season ending second one on one before half mm. of the people have gotten a one on one and it's time for those people to pack up. That's what's yeah. going to happen here. He's going to get a one on one before half the other people have gotten their first one. And that's when you know that's when we know it's for real for real, but I think it I think we're already there. Um mm. Okay, I got uh, no gimmicks this time. Rim just it's hard. hard rankings. Four. Believe that when I see it. Michael. He's dropping for me. Yep, drop two spots. He's dropping. I think he's going to make it far. That's why he's still in my rankings. But if I was going to do a gimmick, I would put a space there. I don't. I just don't see him winning at this point. <laughs> if I was really, going to do a gimmick. If I was going to, I'd do five. <laughs> I know you don't want five, though, so you can I'm going to do four. Okay, you can do five. five. Michael, four, space. I don't think Michael has a chance anymore. <laughs> okay, I don't right. think he yeah. has a chance. I don't think it. I just don't think it. Um, <laughs> no, excuse me. Five, Michael. Four, Andrew S. Yeah, I also think he's going to make it far. Three is a space. Two is Blake. He's going to be here for a while, folks. I and agree. number one is Greg. I think Greg's the clear winner. Cat guy is completely off the board. No question. Point. There's no question in my mind. Cat guy won't be here much longer. I think the the whoever in the mailbag I, I didn't write down the name said it best. The novelty is wearing off with <laughs> cat guy, and she I don't think she's that interested anymore. Once the cat paused and went away, and it's all ukuleles and music, eventually you get tired of that. You got to sit there and listen to his little songs. Can all we the talk time? about something <laughs> instead of you playing this random song? We didn't mention it, but can we talk about something? When that ukulele song ended, she said, "I loved it so much." She's crying. She was in the middle of a sentence, and he's like, "Can I kiss you?" They don't talk about anything. The bad kiss. He has bad kisses too. The timing well, and everything of the kisses. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Doesn't fit. It doesn't work for me. They don't yeah, talk about right. anything. They don't yeah. talk about a thing. He's Cat always playing music. Done. He's always <laughs> playing music. Eventually, you got to get down to some real conversations, pal. Put down the ukulele and let's talk. <laughs> That's why he's not on my list. Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. So we have identical lists, except you added a space. I in have between space. Two and three. Yes. Please. <laughs> Note the space. All right. Anything else? A uh, couple people I think are could be contenders still. I didn't give you that. Um, Add them to the Justin, list. Justin, James, and uh, um, what's his name? Mike. Mike P. Mike P. Mike P. I think will get a chance to do his story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I know okay. exactly what you mean, and I agree. Okay. Who are you writing off? You mentioned you had a couple that you are writing off. Uh, Trey's gone. Um, let's see. Hunter, I'm writing off completely. Really? Um, you yeah. got a group date, Rose. Yeah, I don't care. Don't care. Okay. No. He's he's already there. The union's 
Yeah, got, the, nothing against <laughs> got the target on his back. I don't think you can survive that. It's out of Katie's hands at this point. There's <laughs> <laughs> really nothing she can do. They're going to set an ultimatum. Okay, the union has decided we're all against Hunter. Send him home or we march. <laughs> yeah, we march. <laughs> That's where and we're Greg, at. Uh, Greg's another like, one, I agree, but I don't know. I'm not with these guys. Another one with no chance. Brendan, uh, the firefighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No chance. No. And Cat Guy is... In limbo right now. Cat guy's no chance too. He's oh, in that okay. list. No chance. I don't. I can't. I can't envision cat guy getting a hometown at this point. And that is crazy to say. I think what was he two in my list last week or three? Or he was in my list. What happened with Blake coming onto the show and locking up? What I think he's locked up a hometown he's locked spot. It up. He's they're really good together. You have. It is like when you trade in fantasy baseball where you trade a keeper prospect and you get two big dogs back and you're like, damn, <laughs> now I got to drop somebody. Like I have two. I got too many good players yeah, now. You gotta, I got to drop cat guy. Cat guy is someone. going on the waiver wire. It might be I'm someone sorry. I like, but yeah. I got to drop someone. This guy was That's a contributor early in the season, but I wrote him and it's over now because I got Blake, an all-star. I added an all-star to the roster. Yeah. Refer a friend month. Wow. Thank you to everyone who has participated so far. If you've sent a text, tag someone in a comment. If you've sent us a message with a screenshot or whatever, no matter how you've tried to contact us, have no fear. I got you down. We're monitoring it all. You're entered. We appreciate it. Thank you. Anything else, AB? Um... No, I want 2,000 Facebook group members by the end of the year. We're at, we've are at we added about 100. We're up to uh, 1.4K members. Damn. It's, it's rising, but I want 2,000 by the end of the year. Uh, end of 2021, you're going to have to... 2021. We might have to buy some and put it over the top. <laughs> I'll, I'll create burners. <laughs> Don't think I'm above that. <laughs> I'll spend an entire day uh, creating burners. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. We uh, We appreciate it. Talk to you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com